It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute, episode 352. In today's episode, Walmart looks to make big boxes into town centers. At a recent shopping center industry event in Atlanta this week, Walmart announced plans to create what it calls town centers, Outdoor gathering areas with seating, green spaces, playgrounds, restaurants, jogging paths, fountains, and maybe even live music. The idea is that these reimagined Walmarts will become a natural go-to destination for dining out activity. The town centers would offer outdoor activities like seasonal farmers markets, festivals, food trucks, as well as necessities like urgent care and fuel. These changes would conceptually make Walmart a community gathering space. Plans vary by location and include in-store dining, food halls, and food trucks, as well as green spaces, skateboard parks, and other amusements aimed at drawing more shoppers and inviting them to stay for long periods of time. Shake Shack, Orange Theory Fitness, Caribou Coffee, and Pinstripes Bowling are a few of the companies Walmart has floated as partners. Other developments may include movie theaters, driving ranges, and doggy daycares. Walmart plans to customize each project to the local community, meaning that unlike the interiors of its cavernous supercenters, no two locations will look alike. Some town centers will feature a mobility hub where people can catch buses, rent bicycles, or catch a rideshare or taxi. In some cases, there will be a paved path from town for those customers who want to ride their bikes or walk. The new town centers will also incorporate pickup kiosks for online groceries and special 10-minute parking for grab-and-go lockers. The space needed for the new town centers would come from the six to eight-acre parking lots that are typical for a Walmart store. The first of which it calls reimagined centers is planned at a supercenter in Loveland, Colorado. The company says it will break ground in spring 2019 on a two-phase development that will bring food and beverage, wellness, and entertainment to the site. Future town centers are planned for Missouri, Iowa, Arkansas, and Oregon. More than 10 additional Walmart Supercenter sites in other cities would get various interpretations of the new concept, including some built around food trucks and community parks. Today's consumer is looking for more experiential shopping experiences. If Walmart can properly tailor these concepts to each community, they may be able to reimagine what the future shopper thinks of a typical Walmart. Town centers. Town centers, huh? I like it. I like. Well, okay, it's a mixed bag for me. I, I, my gut feeling is I like it, but it seems a bit ironic considering that in some towns, the Walmart came and killed the town center. So, Or it came in for a few years and now it's gone. And now it's gone, which we have up the street from my house. We have a big empty Walmart. Or from my parents. Yeah, exactly. So you have these big heat sinks that are sitting in the middle of, you know, a densely populated area with nothing going on. Nothing at all. Although I don't know if they could, I mean, I don't, the one in Levittown, I don't know if they could do a town center there, right? Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. They would have to look on, at right? each one because that, that Walmart is, is sharing a giant parking lot with someone else. So it might be Home Depot. difficult. <laughs> yeah, with Home Depot. So, I mean, this would have to be looked at case by case. And I don't expect this coming to this area anytime soon. It's, it's a concept. So you, this is still a few years away. But if you look at the renderings, and we'll have a link to that on our website, ecommerceminute.co. It looks like a place that you might want to go. Like one rendering had like a taco bar and then the one had like a uh, restaurant with, with a patio on the roof and there's like a park and there was, you know, a food truck. And it's, you know, I think they're trying to, again, make this more experiential, which is great. For I mean, them. yeah, I mean, I think they're taking the <clears throat> um, sort of a page out of Apple's playbook, right? 
because Apple's doing these kind of things, but they're going Absolutely. on their schedule, on their design scale, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously with play, playgrounds and things like that, that's obviously for kids and families and that makes sense. So their PR line is that it's for a community, but what it really becomes is attracting uh, something outside their core shopper. We know who their core shopper is. They're, they're mm-hmm. shopping strictly on price. They want, they want you to come. They want you to hang out. They're, they've, you know, through their e-commerce efforts with Jet and other acquisitions, they're trying to go for the, they're trying to go for the younger consumer. The key is that they can't uh, alienate their core customers. Like no. you can't just go redo this town center and have, you know, your mother go, who's usually, you know, she parks her car, she goes in and she does her shopping and comes out. And all of a sudden you've got all this chaos going on out here. That's going to throw some people off. And that is, you know, again, probably a small percentage of their customer base that would, you know, be alienated by that. But what happens for Walmart and what, what we don't, reading between the lines is that Walmart now becomes a landlord on their own property that they own. Mm-hmm. They had this underutilized real estate and now they're suddenly a landlord. So imagine you have this super center, you've taken up all this space that no one was using anyway, and you've got a caribou coffee, a bowling alley, and a doggy daycare center. Uh, imagine the rents that they're bringing in and the people that bring it and the foot traffic that it brings in. So right. from a business standpoint, it makes total sense. Yep. So I, one of the things is um, it points out that if they have all this extra space, you know, maybe the Walmart stores themselves are just too big in this omni-channel world. Um, it's just, you know, they may even take this concept and move it inside some of the stores. Like we talked about how Kohl's, Kohl's has these giant stores and they have this giant footprint. Well, they said, well, let's let Amazon move in and set up these stores. And I think now Walmart is going to kind of take this cue. They already, I mean, if you already go to a typical Walmart, you get like a subway and a haircut place and a glasses place. That's kind of like utility. I call that utility shopping. It's like, okay, I got to get my stuff and I got to get my glasses. I got to do my thing. and I'm going to stop and get a sandwich. That's it. Yeah, exactly. This is more experiential. Like if you put, if you're putting in like a, a small brewery or a taco bar or a bowling alley, it becomes like you're, you're almost recreating not only the town center, but what has gone away, which is like people hanging out at a mall, people hanging out uh, doing shopping anymore, which um, is people don't do it as much anymore. And, and your indoor malls are becoming a thing of the past. So they're kind of, you know, tailoring, tailoring the shopping to the changing demographics and people again, want that experiential, you know, cause the millennials, man, they want to, they want to, you know, they want to have a craft beer while they're buying their, uh, their, their $2 t-shirts. And you, and you don't, I do. <laughs> I don't want to hear it then. <laughs> I always told you my favorite grocery store in St. Petersburg. It was like, I go to the grocery store and they had like the, the best craft beer selection I've ever seen in my life. And I had lunch there every day, even that's, though I didn't eat any groceries. That's like the big Whole Foods in, uh, in Philly now. Uh, my other favorite place in the world. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, geez. I I, uh, I could hang out in that Whole Foods. So oh, it's great. They're they're core fruit and they're core with food and like that prepared food. And then you go to the bar and you sit down in the bar, have craft beers. Yeah, it's and it's a, and it's, and it's a great experience. And you know, Walmart will put the right money and design into it. Yeah. Um, my my fear is um, just some of the things that could happen in some of the areas, uh, and that's why it's not going to work in every Walmart. Because you've got, you know, you got some WalMarts that are in some pretty dicey areas, and and you know people take advantage of a good thing. Um, so I think we're probably only going to see this in maybe some rural areas, and then we'll see how the test goes. Who knows? It may not even go past the ten stores, but exactly. I think that's a way it's way out. Test, it's something that we'll have to just you know think about later. Yep. Good test though. 
Good test though. All right. Uh, as I said, full show notes are e-commerce minute.co. Bart, do you have anything to add? Nope. All right. That's your e-commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. Mañana. Mañana. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy.